Hello and welcome to the Life in Couture podcast where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and I am just really excited to get into today's or this episode's topic. But before I do, I kind of just want to give a recap of my weekend. So I had the pleasure of attending the Entrepreneur's Prosperity Tour, and it is hosted by um, a really good friend of mine from college, Ariana Pierce, as well as her mother, um, Dr. Stacia Pierce. And let me just tell you, I have, um, because like I said, Ariana is a good friend of mine from college, and I have been to, um, I have been to quite a few workshops of both Ariana's and Dr. Stacia's. And when I tell you that um, no two workshops have ever been the same, no two workshops have ever, ever been the same. It's always new information, the most up-to-date information. Um, And this weekend was just, whew, (laughs) this weekend really um, left with so much information, but it really was still only the tip of the iceberg. Um, So we went into... um, the or the workshop opened with Ariana's uh, session. She was talking about, um, you know, how to basically how to build your business on social media, you know, and not just, you know, the normal tips and tricks, but actually giving real information, real strategies that she uses um, and just, you know, sharing different stories about how, you know, we think we have to have X amount of followers to make X amount of dollars, but just teaching everyone how to be successful on whatever level that they are on, on social media. Um, and so, so many different good, good tips and tricks, which, sorry guys, I paid for my information. So <laughs> you are just going to have to go check them out, but, um, share so many good tips and tricks and not just, you know, we're all aware of the algorithm and you know how that's affecting um our audience seeing our content and what we're posting on facebook and um instagram um and then she kind of broke down some really good tips for you know beating the algorithm basically so really really good and then um oh my god y'all i was just on information information overload and I think it's important to always remain teachable and coachable because if I had been like okay I've been to a workshop before I know what they're gonna talk about this year I would have definitely 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 missed out and so um even you know listen when Dr. Stacia got up there my hand was just I was just writing I probably like burnt a hole through my page but you know she was just talking about um you know, giving us tips for being successful, like real tips, real tips that she uses, sharing real testimonials, real stories, um, and giving us real examples of um, people who've actually doubled and tripled their income, doubled and tripled their business by using the systems that um, she has put in place. Um, and Dr. Stacia and Ari both do uh, business coaching and they both have their own um, program. I don't want to call it a mentoring program. Yeah, well, yeah, basically that's what it is, a mentoring program. Um, but like I was saying, that's why it's really important to remain teachable and to remain coachable on one end. Um, and then to always honor, you know, honor long lasting relationships, honor your true and genuine friendships. Um, because, you know, I went to support Ariana um, and it kind of surprised her to say how I haven't seen her in a while. Um, and it just felt really good to reconnect because, I mean, not that we're disconnected, but it just, it it really felt good to be in that space because like you get to see your friend and her element and, you know, we're both in different stages in our career. You know, we're both a long way from Michigan State University. (laughs) Um, and so it was just an amazing time, an amazing time. And so guys, if you, um, are not following, um, Dr. Stacia Ariana Pierce on, on Instagram, I suggest that you do. Ari is, um, her username is Ari the heiress. Um, and then Dr. Stacia's is, is Stacia Pierce. And I will link those also in the, um, this episode's notes. 
but definitely want to check them out because this workshop was just kind of like a mini session of what they'll be doing in July, which is a complete three-day conference. And full disclosure, disclaimer, um, I know that I said Ariana was my friend, but I really got my business started at one of their success conferences. So I always highly recommend it um, because I always had this vision of what I wanted to do. Um, I always had my goals written out. I always had vision boards, always journaled. But um, within this conference, Dr. Stacia showed me exactly how to pull certain things, you know, she definitely pulled certain things out of me and definitely in, um, my mindset was shifted into thinking, you know, going from, okay, I'm just going to talk about this or I'm just going to keep writing this down, writing in circles to I'm actually going to do what is inside of me. I'm actually going to create, I'm actually going to build it. So, um, not plugging cause it's my friend, <laughs> although I will cause I love my friend, but definitely, definitely plugging because it's definitely something that, um, Basically, I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am now if I had not attended that conference. So definitely, definitely am encouraging you all to if you can't make the conference to at least check them out, at least get plugged into them because it's definitely a good network to be plugged into. Definitely a lot of good information, a lot of good courses. Um, so, yeah, get plugged into them. Like I said, I put that into the episode notes. And so. Sorry, y'all. I'm recording in the morning and I have so much more energy in the morning, but I also, my voice just be so dry. Okay. Sorry. So with that being said, um, that's what I did this weekend. Something that I also did or some things that I've also been working on is, um, I'm actually launching a new book. Um, it I'm actually launching a new book and I'm launching three new journals. So, um, got those completed, got those into publishing, um, and definitely will be setting a launch date for those. Um, I'm looking at, I'm probably going to release them in spurts. So, um, definitely release two in June and two in July. So I'm super, 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 super excited. Um, please be on the lookout. I'll be announcing the covers and, I mean, revealing the covers and announcing exactly what those topics will be on um, Instagram in the week, in the upcoming weeks. Um, just super excited because um, definitely have been using things that I struggle with, um, things that I kind of didn't see a way out of just using all of those experiences, um, things that I was ashamed of using those experiences to create, um, products for women who are in my shoes, have been in my shoe or, well, are in <laughs> women who, who have been in my shoes, women who have, we've shared the same experiences. Now they're out of it, but they're still going through this healing process. Um, and so these are just products that I really want to share because, um, even with myself, it's like you heal some, you heal things and you heal things and you may have healed a lot of things. And then, you know, you think you're all better. And then as life goes on, certain, um, circumstances and experiences are thrown at you. And it's like, dang, like things are revealed to you that you thought you were over. And it's like, just because I healed one area doesn't mean I healed, I necessarily healed in another. And so these are all tools that I use, well, these are all tools that I used and now I'm creating an actual product to share, um, with my audience. And my prayer is just that, um, women will actually really, really be healed and really, you know, learn more about themselves and discover more about themselves and fall in love with themselves and fall in love with their lives and design lifestyles that are tailored specifically to their purpose and to what makes them happy. And so that's really what my brand is all about. So now with that being said, um, I want to go into this episode's topic, which is dealing with unprofessional people. And I was a little hesitant on, um, putting this out there because, <laughs> um, I was a little hesitant on putting it out there because I, you know, I didn't really know which angle I wanted to attack it from. So I'm really just going to, um, one, go through the traits of unprofessional people, 
um, share a few stories that I've dealt with personally, um, share some ways that I handled them incorrectly in some ways, um, in some experiences where um, it worked out in my best interest and I handled it. I handled it in what, um, in what turned out to be the best way possible, even though it didn't feel like it at the time. Um, and then also just give you some steps for dealing with unprofessional people, because I feel like as, I don't know, like, especially if you are, I will say if you are early in your career, excuse me, if you are earlier in your career, earlier getting your business started, um, these kind of people are easier to encounter, but at every stage in your career, I've noticed it's like I had this whole facade that, okay, once I reach a certain level, I won't have to deal with certain things anymore. Or, you know, once professionals on um, a certain level don't deal with the things that professionals who are just starting or just getting into the game have to deal with. And what I learned quickly (laughs) is that um, so not true. It's so not true. So I feel like this information can work for anyone, um, no matter what level you are on. And then some people may already know these things, but like I said, it's it's good to always remain teachable and coachable because um, you can always use a refresher or people sometimes can shine light on things that you may not have even considered. And so um, I know when I first got started, it was just every opportunity that was thrown at me. I'm like, okay, um, because I just wanted to keep working. So I was accepting any opportunity that was thrown at me because I'm like, I just want to keep working. I want to keep working. I want to build my portfolio. I want to make money. I want to get my name out there. I want people to know this brand. And so even though I know, okay, we all say this whole, well, you know, every opportunity isn't a good opportunity. You know, every opportunity isn't for me and blase, blase, blase. But, you know, it's, can you say no to opportunities that seem like dream opportunities or like the perfect opportunity or like it's so fitting? And then once you get into it, you like, oh, my God, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Um, and so it's like we talk and 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 talk. And talk, and talk. But um, we really, really do need to be assessing these situations. Um Assessing these situations, assessing the opportunities that are being presented to us, assessing exactly who we are connecting ourselves to and connecting ourselves with, um, because everything that looks good is not good for you. And I know we hear that a lot, especially when it comes to relationships and friendships. So everything that looks good is not good for you. Um, And that is so, 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 so true in terms of business and opportunities. So... I'm just getting to the traits of unprofessional people. The first trait that is always, always a dead giveaway is people who are always late. Now, granted, I live in Atlanta, so I'm a little bit lenient when it comes to being on time. Okay, I give you 10 minutes, maybe 15 as a grace period, or I was, and I'll explain to you why I changed that. <laughs> so I maybe give you 10 minutes to 15 minutes, depending on the location. Um, and I play everything by ear. So if the location, maybe we're both um, visiting this location for the first time, we're trying to figure out parking, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If it's a situation like that, I can assess it based on, okay, how easy was it for me to get into here? How easy for how easy for me was it to find, you know, things like that. And I know those two people are alike, but that just helps me to gauge where this prospect or this potential partner is or, you know, this potential client is. Um, it helps me to gauge where they are. So it that gives me a scale of measurement because, and yes, I said client because you will have these clients who don't respect your time or who think that, um, because you are a service-based business that you have to wait on them hand and foot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, everybody needs to respect your time from people you are partnering with all the way down to your clients and customers. Um, and so people who are always late, I'm not saying, um, so, you know, I'm not saying they got caught in traffic. It was an accident on the way there. We, you know, parking was 
was wasn't that easy to find. I mean, people who are 30 minutes to an hour late, who are, you know, an hour and a half late, always, always. And we all know people who are like that. We may have friends who are like that. We may have like associates that we connect with who are like that, or, you know, people who are part of like our tribes may be like that. Like just always, always, always late. And it's like, um, why are you like, you don't value, like, if you don't value your own time, then you don't value my time. And not valuing my time is a sign that when you're not taking what you're doing seriously. So if you're not taking what you're trying to do seriously, then you are definitely not going to take what I'm trying to do seriously. And it's also a sign of disrespect. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It's disrespectful. Um, it's disrespectful to set a time with someone and have someone um, sitting there waiting on you. And I don't care how many emails you send saying you'll be late. I don't care how many text messages you send saying you'll be late. Um, it's disrespectful. If, especially if it happens often and especially like, like I said, if you didn't bump into an accident, you know, things like that. Like, cause at the end of the day, life is still going to happen, but you have to have to show up and you have to have to have to show up on time. So if someone cannot show up or if they cannot show up on time, that is definitely a dead ass giveaway that they are very unprofessional. Um, I remember I had a meeting with, um, I had a meeting with someone and we set this time to go you know me. So I get there, I get there early, you know, and I leave early. And then if it's a place that you haven't been to before, I just think about the way that I prepare for things. If it's a place I haven't been to before, I give myself enough time to, you know, get there, to find parking, to, um, to find parking, to, you know, get myself situated, get my notes together, gather my thoughts, because the last thing you want to be doing is running in straight from traffic, flustered, uh, couldn't find parking, hot in the Georgia heat, <laughs> um, run into a meeting to meet somebody. Cause then it's like, you know, you need to take like a minute or two to gather yourself, get yourself together. Um, and so I remember meeting with someone or we, we had a meeting scheduled for a certain time. My alarm is always going off. Okay. We had some, we had a meeting scheduled for a certain time. So I get there early. I'm prepared. You know, um, it's a place I had never been before. So I get my parking down, um, get in there. I'm still a little bit early going over my notes. Um, you know, just kind of getting what I want to say. And this was for a collaboration sitting there 15 minutes, boom, no, 10 minutes, boom, 15 minutes, boom, 20 minutes, boom, 25 minutes, boom. So, you know, I've already sent two emails at this time. Um, so in my head, I'm like, okay, at 30, I'm just going to get up and leave. And it could have been a, a really big opportunity, but I'm like, at 30 minutes, I'm just going to get up and leave. 30 minutes, boom. So I get up, gather my things and I leave. And so I get halfway back to um, wherever I'm going and I get a message it's like, oh my gosh, like the, um, our meeting was, cause I think I got there at two 30. So the person I was meeting is saying that they thought the meeting was at three. Even if you thought the meeting was, was at three, I still waited 30 minutes. So I was still there at three o'clock, you know, still took me a couple minutes to walk out, um, get to my car, etc. So, um, if you are just not emailing me at three twenty, that means you just not got there. <laughs> You just got there. Um, and so that for me was a sign, you know, they wanted to reschedule, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so initially I wanted to reschedule just because of the opportunity. Um, and then I'm like, well, mm, no, cause you know, I just weighed my pros and my cons and I just, I didn't reschedule because like you need to value my time. Okay. So that's the first one being late. Second one is gossiping. Oh my gosh, y'all. I cannot tell you how many people have tried to work with me. And I know that this is a stigma that people place on women. Women do gossip. Men also gossip as well. So it's not a sex specific trait. Um, People who gossip, 
Like I, I remember partnering with someone and, um, everyone she had a bad encounter with, I knew about it. Um, like all the way down to sending me the screenshots of the, of the conversations. And I'm just like, um, it made me really uncomfortable because I'm like, you know, I don't know any of these people, you know, um, but you know, they're still a part of what we are partnering on. So I still have to, to face these people. I still have to be, be polite, um, still have to be cordial. And so it just made me feel extremely uncomfortable and awkward because it's like, okay, now I have all this gossip and you know, now when I see them, it just make, you know, it make me feel awkward. Like you could see somebody in their underwear or you picture somebody in their underwear. It's like, Oh, like I know your secrets, you know? And it's just weird. And it's like, it's always three sides to a story, one side A, side B, and then the truth. Um, and so you never really know what's true behind gossip. And so, um, I don't make my judgments by what other people say. I don't make my judgments by other people's experiences with the person. Um, and so it just, just be mindful because anybody, this is an old saying, but a dog that brings a bone carries, carries a bone. Um, anybody that's gossiping to you, it's also gossiping about you. And that's just an old, old, that's the old concept from back when we were children, but it's very, very true. And don't think just because someone has a business owner or because someone has a, a good steady uh, set of clientele, someone has a good social media presence, etc. Don't think just because they have that, that they are not malicious and ill intent because that's exactly what gossip is. Gossip is malicious and it's me telling you a story with ill intent. It's me telling you a story with the in, with the intention of having you believe it and the intention of having you look at whoever this story is about in a distasteful manner. So really be mindful of what people are saying to you. Um, and if you're not clear on what gossip is, gossip is speaking about anything that is not related to you, this project, or your business, not your bad experiences. I mean, anything that's project specific, this client specific, anything that's not specific to what the task is at hand, anything that is not about you specifically, or if that person is not talking about themselves specifically, they're talking about another person that's not in the room. They're talking about a person that you don't know. That's all gossip. So I'm not talking about the conversation you have with your friend. So if you have a bad experience and you sharing it with a friend or, you know, your tribe that, you know, I'm venting, this happened to me. What should I do? No, I've had people who have met me for the first time and give me a rundown on all these different people that they dislike, or this person did this, or this person said this. And I'm just like, I really don't care. Um, that's another story for another day. So first one is being late. The second one is gossiping and be mindful of gossip. Um, my suggestion is, and I've handled this two different ways. Um, I'm never engaged in gossip, but like, you know, I let people talk and, you know, I kind of like, uh -huh. oh, you know, Aleph, oh, okay. You know, let, let them talk because I didn't want to be rude and didn't want to cut them off. But what that does is when you don't cut people off, when you let them finish, what that does is that involves you in it. Um, and so second way I've handled it is I redirect the conversation. Listen, I don't know these people. <laughs> don't know these people. Um, let's stick to the task at hand because, you know, I got something to do in 30 minutes or, you know, you could dress it up however you want to. Me, I like to be a straight shooter, especially at this point in my at this point in my life and in my career, I like to be a straight shooter. Um, look, I don't know these people. Let's stick to the to the task at hand because, you know, our meeting only lasts until such, such, such o'clock. So let's get down to what we need to discuss. Because I'm telling you guys, that gossip is a time thief. Like you think people being late is a time thief? No, that gossip is a time thief because you have a, a hour set aside from your day to meet with the person. That whole hour can be filled with gossip and you look up and your alarm going off, the meeting's over and you haven't accomplished anything productively or haven't accomplished anything um, in order to take this project to the next level or to even get the project started. I've had those kind of um, situations where people only meet with me because they want to talk. Um, and then they don't take whatever the product is seriously. They just were able to get up whatever they wanted to get off their chest and share, you know, so I want you to know this person is a bad person. Like, okay, like people have different experiences with different people. So 
um, never engage in it. Don't even allow people to finish their statement. Um, cut it short, redirect it. And the moment that you notice it's not, they're not trying to redirect it, then an emergency happened. You got to go. <laughs> um, third trait is people who don't honor commitments. You ever had it where it's like, okay, um, and you know, they, they set a date, this is going to happen or, you know, this is going to happen or, you know, I'm going to bring X, Y, and Z. They show up on that date. They're on time, but they only bring X. It's no Y, no Z. Um, that's not honoring your commitment. Honoring your commitment is doing everything that you said you were going to do. Everything that was written that you were going to do. Um, and that happens. People think them showing up is good enough. People think, um, okay, well, I just did this part. So, you know, I think that's good enough. Like, no, because a lot of times, like, collaborations only work. Um, even, like, with my coaching clients, like, some assignments I give, it's like you can't just do one part of the assignment and then expect to get results. Or you do one part of the assignment and expect for us to move on to the next level. It's like, no, you have to do all components of this assignment in order to move on to the next level. Or, you know, like, say, for a project, like, if I'm bringing my half or my portion, like, it's imperative that you bring everything that you were going to bring or you do everything that you said you were going to do in order for this to work cohesively. Because what happens is if people don't honor their commitments, then you have to honor your commitment. And then you also have to honor their commitment yourself. And it's like you planned adequately for your portion of it. You plan to honor your side of it. But you didn't plan the time in to honor theirs as well because you're thinking that they're going to do it. This was, this was a verbal agreement, um, which if you listen to my last episode, contracts, um, and this was written. This was what was written in our agreement. This is what we signed in our contract, etc. So those are the first three. The number four is people who always talk about doing something but never actually do it, right? So... I like people who are all bite, no bark, like do it, launch it, um, incorporate it, etc. And let me see that it's done. Not them people like, okay, I'm going to do this. 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 And then you look up, it's a year later. They haven't done any other things that they've been talking to you about for a year. Or you look up and two years have gone by and they haven't done any of these things or implemented any of these things that they have been talking your ear off about for two whole years. Um, and that's something you need to keep an eye out for because, you know, you can have friends and and then even with my friends, if they are not honoring their commitment, you know, I I try to be as supportive and motivating as possible. But if they don't honor it, then it's like at a certain point, I don't even want to hear about it no more because you're not doing nothing or not doing nothing, but you're not doing it. So I don't want to keep talking about it. Don't get my insight. Don't ask my opinion because I'm giving you the same insight and the same opinion. So just do your own thing. Um, and so in business, that is like, cause I'm in coaching. So I get people, they schedule, um, they schedule consultation after consultation after consultation. I'm telling you the same thing. Consultation after consultation after consultation. Like you're not ready to do this. You're not ready to take this serious. Um, and then the next thing is people who bring personal issues to the table and this is always touchy for me because like I said this ain't gossip because one I don't want to know that much about you (laughs) like um not at a business meeting like I don't want to know your relationship problems I don't want to know like I've even had somebody get as like Bo asked to share, like, things with me about their sexual experience. When I say uncomfortable, I'll just, like, kind of chuckle, like, but in my head, I'm thinking, like, they really just said this. Like, why why is that something you bring to a business call? Like, what? Okay. Anyway, so I don't, I mean, in business, you do develop a lot of friendships, But I will say this, professional people know, okay, 
let me read let me reword this people who bring personal issues to the business table so if i've developed a friendship with you personally um we can have our girl chat another time if we are having a business meeting or we are at a business event or you know something that is business related something that we've set aside time for in our schedule to do and to accomplish um and that we've set objectives for we have these business objectives we're not here to talk about your personal issues uh i won't hear about your man you know if you you know, small talk in the beginning, how's everything going, blah, blah, blah. That can last five to 10 minutes. Outside of that, like anything that takes you more than five to 10 minutes to at a business meeting or at a business call or at a business event, anything that takes you more than five to 10 minutes to get out, like, and not even just you speaking, that's both of us ex- ex- exchanging pleasantries. Like, how you been? Girl, yeah, the kids are getting big. Um, yeah, you know, I just got engaged. Congratulations. That's awesome. You know, and those are genuine, um, those, you know, give genuine congrats, genuine pleasantries, but okay. We can't get into the details or the specifics of it right now because we have to refocus our energy on what the task is at hand, what the object, what the objectives are at hand. And, um, it's funny because I know like People are always like, well, I don't want to be rude and um, that's cold. And it's like, it's not being rude. It's you have to focus because if not, I'm telling you guys, like personal issues and gossip will steal so much of your time. Like being late, you you irritating, you sitting there, but nothing is worse than, okay, we got through an entire meeting. We didn't talk about anything that is conducive to us being productive in this process or for this project. So watch that. Um, and so those are the traits of unprofessional people, late gossip, don't honor commitments, always talking about something, but never actually doing it and bringing personal issues to the business table. So, um, I would say this, I've had, excuse me, I'm so dry. Okay. Excuse me. So when, um, I say this year, probably like towards the end of last year, towards the end of last year and all, and pretty much this year. So I was starting to get, um, starting to, to be featured on different blogs, different pages, um, different online magazines. And, um, I remember like, I will say this, I've been approached two different ways. One is via DM. And, um, I just don't feel like, you know, if my email is readily available, I don't feel like you DMing me about a feature is acceptable. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but, um, my email is readily available. And so a lot of times we want to put so much business information into a DM and it's like, you know, you can use the DM to make initial contact confirm okay i'm confirming that this is your email address or you know you know exchange information and then let me follow up with you so i've been approached via dm and you know most most of the time well it's two different ways to be approached so one i was approached via dm like all the like all the communications were just via dm Uh, Another way I was introduced to being featured via DM and they asked like, okay, if this is something you're interested in, um, can you please confirm your email address so that I could follow up with you there? That's fine. But the whole communication thing being done via DM, you got to think about it. People have their Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, I have an email set aside specifically for business i have my that email address linked on all of my profiles for business um and so it's like all these different outlets where it's like go directly to their email address because that email address is there for a reason and so i just feel like if nobody took the time to click the email link and that's on my profile then they really just didn't take the time to they didn't take time to do their research um and this isn't something that they're really serious about 
But then I also had a method where, you know, someone reached out, um, got my email address, sent me, you know, a, a pitch for a meeting via email, accept the meeting request, get to the meeting. She has all the meeting objectives written down. Um, she has everything that she's going to do on her end and everything that um, she wants me to do. She on my end, she has all this written out, all this mapped out. She has like she has the meeting agenda, the meeting objectives, um, terraces, perspective, um, tasks, and then her perspective tasks. And when I say guys, this left such a lasting impression on me, and this happened probably like last year, and this is why, um, and this is why I view people pitching to me so differently now because she basically that meeting set the standard for um professionalism because we got to the project she extremely professional on time had it mapped out to a t and it was just it was simple for me to get in get my photos answer the questions and get out you know other people want, want you to sit around you know waste a lot of time etc cetera, etc cetera. and this meeting and dealing with this particular journalist it set the tone for how it set the tone for what I will what I would and would not accept as a pitch or you know like if people are because people pitch to you except deny I don't accept every time somebody pitches to me because like I said I'm starting to identify traits of unprofessional not starting to identify but I can identify traits of unprofessional people um and I just don't want to waste my time at this point um and so that was, to me, that set the tone. So that's one story. So it's like, if people are pitching, it needs to be in a professional, professional manner. manner. So, you know, I know we are in this age of texting and group meetings and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, initial contact, I prefer to be emailed so that, you know, I can set aside time to comb through my emails. I know it's business related. I know it's a picture. I know whatever it is. Um, and I can set that time aside to decide what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Then you have other times where it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, came on board with an event project. And it's like every time we're supposed to meet to talk about the event, we're meeting to talk about something else. And I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't want to do it anymore because it's like every time you set a schedule a meeting, like the first two meetings was just gossip and personal issues. And so now anytime you're trying to schedule a meeting with me, like, no, I'm busy. I'm busy. If it ain't something we can do on the phone, I want to do it. And then I'm like a little skeptical to even answer the phone or, or set a, a phone meeting either because it's like clearly you don't know how to redirect your energy, redirect your focus. I mean, oh, energy too. Um, and so it's just really, really important that you tune into, <sighs> let me see. I know people are big on second chances and I'm kind of a little bit, I ain't gonna say I'm on the fence, but I'm in this great space of playing it by ear. Um, I'm in this great space of playing it by ear. Take your, take the first, ex the first impression that a person gives you, take that at face value. <clears throat> don't try to read too much into it don't try to make up an excuse don't try to none of that what however whatever their business persona is on your first call whatever that business persona is during that first meeting take it at face value i'm gonna tell you why i wasted so much time in the past <clears throat> oh y'all hear my voice cracking I wasted so much time in the past trying to make excuses for people. Well, you know, they have a, a new baby and this is this and this is this and this and that. No, take whatever, whatever they show up as when you first meet them, that first business meeting, that's who they are. Don't try to dress it up. Don't try to switch it up. Don't try to change it. Don't try to repaint them. Leave it as is. Okay, so... um. I wrote down four steps to dealing with unprofessional people or how to deal with unprofessional people. The first one is, like I said, which I kind of, kind of got ahead of myself is to truly identify, identify it. 
and be honest about it. Okay, they showed up as this, 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 and this. Do I mark them as professional or unprofessional? And be honest and don't be afraid to do that because you are, people are like, who made you judge and jury? You are judge and jury when it comes to your business. You are judge and jury when it comes to your life. And you are judge and jury when it comes to your brand. So identify it, be honest about it. Are they professional or are they unprofessional? And if they are unprofessional, let, you know, People want to redeem themselves. Like I said, I'm in this gray area of planning by ear. But initially, I make my assessment. Now, people want to redeem themselves. I also make my assessment. I weigh my pros and my cons. What are the benefits of this? What are the cons of this? Is, you know, how do I benefit from this? Um, et cetera, et cetera. And I will play it by ear. But be honest and identify it from jump so that you know how to move forward with or without this person. The second thing is excuse yourself from the situation. So, like I said with gossip, personal issues, people not honoring commitments, people always talking about stuff and never doing it. You don't have to be a willing participant in any of this. And I know a lot of times, because I know, just speaking from my personal experience, you know, and I go a lot about what my clients and my colleagues also experience, but from my personal experience, um, I felt like excusing myself was me not honoring my commitment, but me honoring an unprofessional person is a disservice to myself. I suffer every, every situation I've ever been in. Now I'm trying to honor my commitment with an unprofessional person. I have suffered through the whole thing, the whole process, no matter how long a project was six months, seven, you know, products don't, aren't just like one and done. It's not like, okay, we work this week. That's it. You know, products are planning, implementation, you know, I spent some time like suffering in silence because I wanted to honor my commitment. And I also, I'm like, okay, well, if I don't do this, then, you know, they'll give me like a bad review and, you know, they might spread this around, especially if you hear somebody gossiping, you're like, okay, well, if they talking bad about everybody else, then if I don't do a good job, they're going to talk bad about me. No, it just excuse yourself from the situation altogether. Um, especially if you don't have, And then this, I'm moving into my next, how to deal with my next um, bullet point. And so, especially if you don't have a contract in place. So if a contract is not signed and quote this, if a contract is not signed, if you have not signed a contract, then it's never too late to back out. So don't be stuck in something because you want to honor your commitment. You don't want to look bad. It's like, first of all, if you feel bad, you are, that's how you're going to show up anyway. You know, like, well, that's not how you're going to show up, but you're not going to show up to the best of your ability. If you were in a situation when you were working with a professional, a professional person and you feel confident about it. And so, you know, when you're confident, it's a little bit, it's a different walk that you have. It's a different level of boldness that you have, because I'm confident that this is going to be good. Now, I'm confident that one half of this is going to be good because a team is only as good as a, as its weakest link. And so if you are on fire and you, you, you know, you chugging along and they kind of dragging they behind, then you dragging your behind too. So if a contract is not signed, it is never too late to back out. I don't care what flyers you done posted. I don't care what flyers you done designed. If it don't work for you and your contract is not signed, don't work. You don't owe anybody an explanation for that. You don't owe anybody anything because at the end of the day, like your mental health is important. Your level of confidence is important. Like your brand is important. Your business is important and your efforts are important. So, like I said, excuse yourself, number two. Number three, if a contract is not signed, it is never too late to bag out. I can't tell you the countless times I went through all this planning stuff. Um, contract wasn't even signed to like the last minute and now I don't want to do it. You know, I, I've been second guessing it all along, second guessing it all along. That's your intuition. You have to trust yourself. You second guessing it all along and this contract not signed, that's your grace period. God is saying, okay, this ain't right. This ain't right. Don't do it. 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 And then at the midnight hour, you got to sign this contract. And it's like, I've given you this grace period of letting you know that this isn't for you. 
but you still go through with it. So listen to your intuition. If it don't feel right, it's not right. I don't care who in your ear telling you you should do it. I don't care who is telling you that it's a good opportunity. At the end of the day, I mean, you seek counsel. You have your mentor. You know, you have your group of people. You seek counsel. But at the end of the at the end of the day, you are judge and jury. Never forget that. And all that really matters is how, like, how does it feel? Because at the end of the day, this is your vision. This is your gift. This is your life. And so a lot of things that God is speaking to us individually, like our, you know, our mentors can't really hear it or people who are in our group can't hear it because God don't want you to look to man for your answers, look to them for counsel, but seek me for your answers. So I'm not going to always give them the answers, but I'm going to give them to you. So just tune into yourself. Number four is always remain professional. Listen, I've seen so many collaborations, business friendships, tribes. I've seen them crumble. They attack each other via social media. Um, They dislike each other. They, you know, they spread um, rumors about each other. Get into this big cat fight before they dissolve the partnership. Always remain professional. It doesn't matter how another person is acting doesn't matter what another person is doing always always remain professional and I can remember um I was wrapping up a I was wrapping up a project with a partner a colleague um and to me and this was on me too because I went against my intuition and to me it was just distasteful it was a distasteful manner in which things were done throughout the entire process and I had I was offended multiple times and I didn't say anything, not because I didn't want to, but just because I'm like, let's just get it done. Um, so I didn't say anything. I was offended multiple times. And then it's like, you know, people are like, well, if you don't, people don't know if you don't tell them. Like, no, you know, to, you know, to be respectful, you know, what's okay and what's not okay, especially at a certain age. Um, and I'm not talking about, um, you know, those things where you would have to tell another person. It's just common knowledge, like be respectful of other people. Um, so went through with it anyway, just was distasteful how the credit was done, um, after the project was over, everything was just distasteful about it. Um, and I won't go into detail, but it was just real distasteful for, to me. And so I'm like, I'm not about to, you know, I'm not about to go back and forth with this person. Um, at a certain point, and I've even said this before, like, okay, um, if you read my book, I talk about how I will just cut people off and won't tell them why, you know, and, and that was from a personal standpoint. Um, and so a lot of times in your personal relationships, people don't really know, like, well, that ain't what I do, what I do, you know, and you be like, girl, cause I heard this and I, I, I caught you saying this and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's different. Um, as far as business is concerned, like you can identify with somebody trying to get over on you versus when somebody's actually like a partner and ready to see you win and ready to see them win. Cause essentially that's what, like if you partnering on something, like we are operating as one. So we both have to win in order to make this happen, but it wasn't like that. So I just went, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to go back and forth with a person. I'm not going to do none of this stuff. I'm just, you cease to exist to me just block I don't you know I just don't want anything to do with people who conduct business that way I don't want anything to do with people who are disrespectful in that manner now um because like I said there are different situations where you know there are other situations where um I've dealt with unprofessional people and I'm like okay look um I can't work with you because of xyz right people who I wanted to keep that connection with but we just can't work like this we can't work together because this is why we can't work. Other situation where people just outright just bold and wrong. Like, I'm not going to explain to you that you were just outright bold and wrong because you did you you know what you're doing and you're just trying to see what you can get away with. And that ain't okay. And I don't have to explain to you that you trying to do, that you trying to see what you can get away with because you know exactly what you're doing. Um, so I said all that to say that um, you are always... There's always going to be an unprofessional person trying to work with you. They want to partner with you. They want to be a part of your program, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And you just have to set standards for the kind of people, you know, you don't, you know, we're not just setting standards for relationships and friendships, set standards for the kind of business friends that you want to make, what kind of business partners that you want to make for the kind of colleagues that you want to have. Cause like I said, um, you work with people that you like. Um, and I'm learning that more from like the corporate world. People do work with people that they like. So people are friends, but I also noticed that, okay, they are friends while they at work, they are working. And then, okay, if, Let's go to the let's go to happy hour after work so I can tell you all the stuff that's been bothering me. Like it's a time and place for everything. At the business table, that's not the time or place for it. Um, and it's even understandable. I've been, you know, I have like a, a mentor or whatever. And some some days when things are overwhelming, you know, I ask her to set aside time and we set aside that time and go do that. Like I'm not trying to talk to you while you're working and she's not trying to talk to me while I'm working. Like we set aside that time to engage with each other and um, not just like home life and stuff like that, but like different things that are happening at work. Okay, well this happened. How would you deal with this? Or different things with our clients. Okay, this has been happening. How would you deal with this? Um, Because I'm at my wits end with it and I don't, you know, I don't want to lash out. Things like that are okay. But just know it's a time and place for everything. Um, if you are calling someone on a professional level, speak directly to whatever that professional level is. Um, and then a lot of times we consider other people unprofessional, right? Because we don't ever want to say when it's us. We don't ever want to say when it's us. But a lot of times we will consider somebody else unprofessional and we'll be offended by how they reacted to us because we can't identify that we are the unprofessional person. So if that is you, it's not the end of the world, you know, it's not the end of the world. That's just something that you need to work on because as people, we are going to continue to grow. Life is going to continue to go on. Um, and you know, this is one of those things you may not even have identified. You may have thought you were on top of your game, you know, um, you may have thought you were on top of your game and you're like, dang, that trait sound like me. This sound like me. It's not the end of the world. It's just something that you need to work on um, because you do have to identify in any situation. You have to identify your toxic behaviors. Okay. I lost this opportunity. I lost this relationship. I lost this connection. Why did I lose it? What did I do? What was my role in it? And a lot of times we don't want to do that, but that's important to your success as a person and on a professional slash entrepreneurial level. So that being said, guys, I am wrapping up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure you check out TaraSherman.com. Got some really great blog posts that are up. Um, if you are struggling with, I don't know, with developing your professionalism or with identifying, um, with identifying professional people in your line of work, please go also on TaraSherman.com. There is a link for a free 15-minute consultation. Get that link scheduled. Let's talk more about it. And let's see if any of my services can assist you with working through this, with getting better, because that's what I'm all about, helping people to get better at what they do. So thank you once again for tuning in. And until next time.